You're listening to the Incubate Her podcast, episode number 28. About self-development, fulfillment, and career growth so you can reach your true potential. Now your host, Pauline Francois. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing great today. I must say I am doing amazing. Things are finally reopening in France, and it just feels like life is slowly starting back. And it's just an amazing feeling of freedom, excitement, and thrill. And just, you know, just being able to stay out longer, to go to restaurants, grab drinks, and see people, and just not being locked into your own home. That's where I'm at right now. And I am also really excited to get back here and talk some more about habits. In the past two episodes, we talked about good habits, how to foster them, and then we also talked about what are the tools that can help you push through and follow up with habits so they become ingrained in your routine. So today, to sort of wrap up this whole series of um, episodes, I want to talk about bad habits and how they come about what you can do to sort of manage them and get rid of them. This is not a miracle formula. You know, I'm not a clickbait podcast. This is just to get you into having a more focused life into things that are going to be fulfilling for you. As I often say, one size doesn't fit all. So a bad habit for me is not going to be necessarily a bad habit for you. What I consider a bad habit is something that is going to interfere with your life and bring results that you consider as negative, that bring feelings that are not going to be constructive. What is the root cause of bad habits? You are not born with bad habits. They come about alongside your life and they sort of sneak into your routine. They're usually caused by stress, by boredom, and also I find by a tendency to try to buffer emotions. That's definitely something I've seen for me is when I don't know what to do, when I don't know how to do something, I will either tackle it or I will turn to bad habits. My typical bad habit is just to surf online for nothing. I'm wasting time online to buffer and to sort of postpone dealing with an emotion or dealing with a task or dealing with something that I'm supposed to be doing or that I would rather be doing. When it comes to stress, you will tend to potentially binge watch something or turn to a habit that you're trying to get rid of that is releasing some stress for you. So that could be eating candies or <laughs> chocolate for me. Boredom, we've experienced a lot of that during this past year and a half with the pandemic. We've been stuck at home, just circling around our houses more. Some of us deprived of having any professional activity. So it's easy to fall into bad habits like staying in bed too late or procrastinating or doing anything that's detrimental to your well-being and that's not providing you any well-being. So the good news is 
As always, if you have the will to get rid of these bad habits, of the habits that you consider as bad in your life, there are things you can do and put in place to restrict them and to slowly take them away from your life. So the first thing I would recommend is to look for a pattern. Just like for the good habits, into focusing into what triggers them, focus into understanding what triggers your bad habits. Is there a specific time in the day when your bad habit tends to happen? What are you doing when it does? Who are you with? In what environment are you? Are you alone? Are you at work? Are you with people? Are you with friends? Are you just out and about? Look into the things that propel this habit. Once you do that, it's much easier to understand your own brain and understand what exactly is happening when that bad habit happens. And the key there is to aim to replace it with a good habit. That's why we talked about good habit before. (laughs) Now you know how to look into creating good habit and a cadence of your good habits. So try and focus on replacing that bad habit by a good habit. So if I simplify a lot, let's say you want to stop smoking. Try to replace it with something that serves a goal that you have that is important to you. So for example, it could be working out. Working out definitely makes it impossible for you to be smoking while you're doing that. Well, I mean, (laughs) I won't challenge you on that. It's probably possible. Depends on the workout you're doing, but it's less likely for you to light up a cigarette while you're running, for example, than it would be if you're just watching TV or just getting out and grabbing a drink. We talked about cues for good habits. Same applies to bad habits. There are cues that will trigger them as well. So once you've done your introspection, I was just mentioning, it will be much easier to see these cues and create different ones that will serve to trigger the replacement habit that you are choosing over the bad habit. So there are several ideas about cues that I can share with you. Things that work for me that I find very helpful are tracking my goals, tracking my progress. So it could be either knowing I'm more prepared for something, uh, seeing my results directly in real life, the amounts of times that I ticked something out of my to-do or the amounts of time that I prepared for a project or the amounts of time I went running. It could be in terms of amounts, it could be in terms of time, spending more time on a task that is important to you or on a habit that is important to you. Another thing that I find very motivating is giving myself a deadline. Being very aware of that deadline helps me push myself on the times that I'm trying to procrastinate, for example. I'm not giving myself time to do that if I know in, let's say, three weeks from now, I have this huge presentation or I have this big run that I have registered for that is upcoming. 
So these are tangible events that I can look forward to that will push me to replace bad habits with the good ones. It could be also something like saving money for something that is important to you. Usually, if you save money, it's pretty intangible. You see the numbers on your bank account, but there's nothing that you're experiencing right now that shows for that money. So for example, if you're saving for your retirement and it's decades from now, it could be important and it could be very motivating to have something to look forward to in the more midterm. For example, a trip or a weekend. Do avoid environments and people that will trigger the bad habit. Now, I'm not saying to ditch your inner circle. (laughs) I'm saying there are people that will not necessarily have that positive influence you're looking for in the first steps to get rid of a habit. So it's important to prioritize people who are going to support you in the goal you want to attain in the long run. Also, as I have mentioned, it is very likely that there will be moments over the long run where you'll fall back into your bad habit. Do not lose hope. You know, it's just normal to, at some point, need to indulge. And that's fine. The big difference here is not making it something recurrent. Do not beat yourself up when you fall back. Do actually plan for failure. We're all human beings, so failure is just part of the human experience. The big difference between getting rid of that bad habit is the fact that when you fall back, you don't let it become constant and you keep going back to your positive cadence. It does take a lot of time and effort to break bad habits. It takes relentlessness and perseverance. Most people who end up breaking bad habits try and fail a lot of times before they actually make it work. It won't work right away. Just do not quit and go at it step by step. Go at it kindly, gently. Be a sponsor to your own self and I am 100% sure you will see the results. Do share with me the bad habits that you are trying to get rid of and what you've put in place to help you do that. If you try some of the advice I've just shared, do share it with me as well. I would love to know where you're at. As always, thank you so much for spending some of your time with me. I appreciate it very much. Share this episode around with your friends and your colleagues. It will support this podcast and it might help them and give them some advice that will be insightful to them as well. Do take a minute or two to head over to Apple Podcast, give a five stars review, and also a quick comment. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Comment on this episode on theincubator.net. For more tips and content, visit the paulinefrancois.net site. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. I appreciate your support so much, and I'll talk to you soon.